Good evening. Today's daf is Yuma daf Yud Aleph. We are on Yud Aleph Amid Aleph. Six lines in Tanu Rabbanan. So the previous Gemara segued into the halachas of Mezuzah, and the final piece that we learned was when we were describing that we know that a beishar, which will be the topic of the first few lines, that an uh, entranceway to a room would typically be obligated in mezuzah. And the question was, did the entranceway going into the room of the lishkas, parhedron, did that require mezuzah? So that was a machlekes, if that was the opinion of the Rabbanon, Rabbi Yehuda. But either way, once we mentioned the concept of a shar, a base shar, which we'll call a, a hallway or an entranceway, we get, we get the, you know, deep into the halachas of mezuzah. So mezuzah is really based on one pasuk. It's, it's, it's said twice in, in, in the Chumash, but the po- point is, uchsavtam amezuzais beisecha uvisharecha. You should write the mezuzais, you should write something, the Torah, something, shema v'hayim shmaya, on the mezuzais, on the doorpost of beisecha of your homes, uvisharecha. So we're going to learn a little bit today about what does sharecha mean, and what does beisecha mean, and we'll get a little bit at the end of what does mezuzais mean. So let's see. Tan Rabbanan. We learned in the following Bryce, it says in Chumash twice, right? In, in the Vahafta and Vahim Shmaya, it says, <laughs> It means the entranceway, the hallway is going into homes, the gates, the entrance is going into a chatzer, courtyard, the entrance into a city, uh, sorry, a country, or into cities. All these gates, Sha'ar, Yesh Bahen Chayvas Mitzvah Lamakai. You have a mitzvah, an obligation of putting a mezuzah on it. Mishum shenemar, the pasuk says, uchsav tamam mezuzah beisecha. Not only on your homes, ubisharecha, and even on your entranceways, the gates, you're chayiv in a mezuzah. Amalei Abaya l'Rav Safer. Abaya said to Rav Safer, hold on a second. Hane abuli de mechayza. These gates at the entrance of the city of Mechayza, my time alaudul rabban a mezuzah. How come the rabbis in that community did not put up a mezuzah there? What do you mean? And look at the Rishonim, they explain most people there are Yidin. So if it's mostly non-Jewish, you live in a walled city, it's not, if it's not owned by Jews, or, or, or the population is not Jewish, so of course you wouldn't put on it. But let's say it's right, if most people are Jewish, so I don't know about Seagate, I don't know if there's any other gated community, Seagate in, um, in uh, Brooklyn. The oceans on one side. I don't know if they have a uh, if they have a, if they have a mezuzah there, but the Ir Hatika, the old city in 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 Yerushalayim that does have a mezuzah on the door on the Bashar Yafo for sure. There's a mezuzah. I don't remember Shar Shem, <laughs> but Bashar um, Yafo definitely has a mezuzah there. So how come in Mechayza they didn't put a mezuzah at the entrance to the city? So I'm relayed. Rav Saf responded, Hanu, those gate that entranceway is not built as a real entranceway. The point is, why does it have this, uh, these two doorposts? It's only there to support this building, which was called a kuvi. Okay, it was similar to a bow. And the point is, when something is there, simply to support something, that is not called uh, a mezuzah. A classic example is, um, you know, the, the uh, bunkhouses in camp, some people have this in their front, by the, by the entranceway of their home, there's a porch, and then there's these two side posts as you're walking in uh, onto the porch, going up the steps, you see the two, two, uh, two beams going up and holding the roof in place. So you'll see some people that put a mezuzah up there because it's, a, it's an entranceway. 
or some people have it when you, when you walk to their house, that first, that initial landing before you get to the front door, it might be, it might have two side posts. I have it in my house. I don't, I don't have them that says on mine. So, okay, yeah, so that's you do have a top. You remember my, you know my house? Yeah. So you have this beam on the side, and then it has on the right going in. It has definitely has a top and has a beam on the side. So why don't I put a mezuzah there? Because that's simply lachzuke tikra. It's called. That's the that's the Rishonim's uh, language. It's only there to hold to support the roof. It's not there to uh, to make this uh, this entranceway. And you know, if the roof was was uh, was uh, self sustainable, you wouldn't need it. So it's only there to hold up the roof. So that's why it, that's why there was putter. Hold on a second. You want to tell me that the, this entranceway doesn't need a mezuzah? Fine, but the actual building should need a mezuzah. In this, you know, this uh, visitor center, they had a base dira, the warden would live there. And he was a shimer, so it is a base dira. Tanya, base says, you know, when you have a shul, which we're going to see at the end of the daf, a shul is really putter from mezuzah. However, shiesh boy, base dira lechaz neknesses. Let's say they had a shamish that lived in shul, whatever that means, whether he had an office. So the halach would be chayevis from mezuzah. You're chayev in mezuzah. So this fellow who lived in the visitor center, he he was also called someone who lives there. So why didn't they put a mezuzah? On the base kuvi, so the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. There was they were concerned for sakana that that uh, in Bavel they, they couldn't just get away with these things. When they would put up a mezuzah, people would say, Oh, what are they doing here? They're, they're probably doing some type of kishuf. We had this Gemara Msachim regarding Vedikas Chametz when you put putting your hand into walls. When you're dealing with walls, the Babylonians were, 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 would get scared that you're doing some type of kishuf. And they would, they would, uh, they would hurt people, and not let them do it. The Tanya Mezuzas Yachin of Dekas Flaim Meshvua. We have a brisa like this. Brisa says like this. This is Halacha Lamaisa. Mezuzas Yachin, a person's own mezuzah. Your your own personal mezuzahs in your house. Nivdekas have to be checked, Pa'amayim Bashavua, twice every seven years. Whether that means every three and a half years or not, let's assume it does. Every three and a half years or twice every seven years, you need to check your mezuzahs. Vishal Rabim, but if it's owned by many people, let's say it's a municipal mezuzah, so then you don't have to check it twice every seven years. Pamayim twice every 50 years. Now, why is that? So without getting into the, now we, we just to fi, we're gonna finish the Gemara in a second. But at this point, let's just pause for a second. You have to check twice every seven years if it's your own mezuzah, but if it's a Rabin's mezuzah, only twice every, 50 years. Why is that? So we learned in Erevin that, that there's a concept of a kadeirah to be shutfi when you have partners that own a pot and never boils because each guy makes it lower than leaves and the, the water never boils because no one really takes care of it because he assumes the other guy's going to take care of it. So therefore, the Gemara in Erevin said, and Rashi says it here, I believe. Yeah, Rashi says like this. Don't, don't expect too much from the public people. Why? That if it's too, too much of a burden, they'll say, okay, but someone else will take care of it. And you end up with no mezuzah. So therefore, just have twice every 50 years, it's not so much of a tircha, then you'll assume it should get done. Now, why do we bring this in? So let's see. Vamarab Yehuda on that Gemara, on that Brisa that says it should be checked. He said, There was this fellow 
who was a magia, he was an editor of Mezuzah, meaning he looked, he checked, and he was checking Mezuzah by Shuka Elian Shatzipari, Umetsai Kastar, and this uh, minister found him, Echad Venatim El Elav Zuz. He took a thousand Zuz from him, he thought he was doing some type of uh, Kishof, some type of witchcraft, so he gave him this fine, and he got a thousand dollar ticket. So you see there was some type, some type of Sakana. So because there was a Sakana, they didn't put the Mezuzah in a... Uh, in, in, these, in the gates of Mechayza. So the Gemara says, if he was doing a mitzvah, why should he get damaged? So the Gemara says, famous words, when it's, when it's a, a dangerous situation that's different, you can't rely on shluchim mitzvah in nizakin. How do we see this? As the Pasuk says, Shmuel tells Hashem, how could I go be man with David Amal? How could I go tell David Amal he's the next king? Shaul might hear, and he'll kill me. So he gave him an excuse of, of what he can answer if someone would question where he's going. So you see, Hashem didn't tell him, don't worry, it's, I told you to do it, it's fine. We see Shluchim Mitzvah can be Nezakin if it's Hecha Dekfiya Hezeka. So just by the way, so the Halacha, we do check Mitzvahs twice every seven years. That's how it's brought down. Uh, for those that don't check it, there are those that say, this is brought down some of the Paiskim, that back in the day there was a concern that due to the weather changes and the low quality mezuzah boxes, so then over time things would rot, but today it's, it's, put, it's, it's wrapped well, especially I- indoor, where it's, indoors where it's going to be 67 degrees, whatever you keep in your house the entire year, maybe you don't have to check it. <laughs> Halacha, for the most part, we Paskin, it should be checked. So there's, there's just a, by, by tefillin, happens to be that it, there's no, there's no uh, chiv to check. The Shulchan Aruch in Hilchus Tefillin says you don't have to check it. Mezuzah brought down, you do have to check it. There are those that do it, the Seifrim recommend it, but uh, keep in mind, they're making the money on it, so of course they recommend it. Um, I think it's, it's valuable to get it checked once in a while, but it should not be, get, don't, you don't need to check it every, uh, every three and a half years. In fact, the more you check your tefillin, the more likely they're going to damage it when they, when they press it and they push it back to the tefillin. I've seen a lot, often, they'll end up cracking a letter because you have to bend it, to, especially the tefillin shahraish, a very small place where you're putting in. Mezuzah, you wrap it, big deal. But you, you know, you roll it. But the tefillin, there is a concern they're going to crack the letters. There's a, there's a famous, not famous, there's a, there's a beautiful piece in the Meshachachma. The Meshachachma brings down from the Mechotah that the Pasuk says in, in, uh, in, in, in uh, Parshas Bay, and the Mechilta says that a person should check tefillin once a year. Now, we don't pass like this Mechilta, but he brings down from, the, from, from early Achreinim, and they ask the following question, why in the world do we have to check mezuzahs? If a, a qualified cipher wrote it, I, I looked at it, I brought it to my rabbi, he looked at it, beautiful mezuzah. Don't we have a chazaka forever that there should be no reason why, why it would ever get ruined? Okay, but... I have a chazaka. There's a chiv to check. I hear. Okay, maybe maybe I already ruined the, the meshachma, but um, but he uh, but it's a good question. Why do you have to check it? Lachayra, if you look in Hilchos Trefus, we only check things that are matzoi. We've been checking mezuzahs for many many years. Very very few mezuzahs end up getting ruined. So why should there be this Indian of checking? So he says, and he answers a few questions with this yisaid. He says that we see a difference in Taisus talks about. That the, the Gemara tells us there's, a, there's an Isra of Loig Larash. A person cannot wear tzitzis in a base of Kvaris. If you're in a, you know, you know, a cemetery, you put your tzitzis away. Yet the Gemara Nida sounds like they used to bury people with, with Kalayim, with Shatnas. And Taishas is bothered. What do you mean? Isn't that Loig Larash is showing the mace that 
you cannot keep the mitzvah of shatnas, right? You're violating shatnas. So, so, so the so the Meshachma says there's a difference between a mitzvah and an avera. By an avera, amus rachmana patre. If a person violates an avera and the atreif, but there was a good ashkacha on the meat, he didn't know. Whatever, he bought it from the wrong place. But he, it was good ashkacha. It said glak kasher comes to shemayim after 120. They told you atreif. I'm an honest, honest achmana patre. However. What if a person thought he had tefillin, or he thought he had a mezuzah, come up to Shemaim after 120? You didn't have mezuzahs. Mezuzahs were puzzle. So he could say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm honest. Fine, you're not, you didn't violate anything. But at the end of the day, you, did not, you were not yoytze the mitzvah of mezuzah. So he uses that to answer that question with the mace, who is an honest. So then they don't care if they're wearing shatness, because nothing can do about it. It's a love. But not being able to perform mitzvah, even though they're honest, but they don't have the schar of performing the mitzvah. So he says, by mitzvah, we actually spoke about this recently regarding svek uh, sveka or, or, or suffolk when you want to count sphira. Should one count sphira with a bracha during Beinashmash? So on one hand, it's a suffolk rabban on the kula. Right? On the other hand, maybe not yet to the mitzvah. So maybe don't rely on a suffolk because you're dealing with a mitzvah here. So by mitzvah, you want to actually know for sure that you're being yaitza. Okay, that is the, uh, the Mishchachma, someone wants to look at it, I printed it out. Next, oh, just by the way, so there, there is a, a, a halacha that if the mezuzah is going to be in a place where it's going to cause, it's going to cause animosity, so you have to, I don't know, let's live in a place where, where there's a lot of anti-Semitism, you would not put a mezuzah on the wall. So that would be uh, based on this Gemara, that if it, there's, it's a, there's kfiya hezeka, you are putter from mezuzah. There's a similar halacha, what if people are going to ruin it? They're going to take it down. So many do this with, you know, people own buildings in the projects and other places. It's owned by a Jew. Do they put a mezuzah there? So I think Rav Yitzhak Berkowitz tells the Tamid in their own nursing homes to put a mezuzah at the front door, recessed into the, into the cement, so that no one's going to take it out. As long as you could see it and it's not too deep in, that is considered a valid mezuzah. So again, depending on where you own your real estate, maybe uh, it's not a bad idea to do that. Okay, next. I think Shayaf also, the, the mezuzah is in the, in the stone. Next. Tony Rav Kahana comment to Rav Yehuda. So Rav Kahana taught in front of Rav Yehuda, Beis HaTeven, you have a place that you store straw, Beis HaBakar, you have your uh, place where you put your cattle, Beis HaEitzim, and your wood room, Beis HaEitzaros, the place where you age your wine or your scotch, peturim and mezuzah, the peturim and mezuzah, and the next line is cryptic. I'm going to have a few different ways how to learn this. And he says the reason why they're putter is but even though uh, these things would be normal rooms, they're putter because women are neisis ban. Women do something called neisis. What does that mean? My neisis, they bathe, and since they bathe there and they're not dressed, so it's a gnai, it's not covered shemayim to put a mezuzah in a place where people are not dressed. This gets into the swimming pool, Shiloh, and all the other things. But otherwise, Yeah, that's the first way to learn this, this b'risa. So Amar Lei, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said the following to Rav Kahana, according to you, Taima, the only reason why, this is what Aaron was saying, the only reason why their potter is the Rechata, because people use it to bathe. Hastama, but a regular garage, Chayavin, would be Chayiv, Beisa Oitzer would be Chayiv. Ayva, Tani, went to Nebraisa, Refes Bakar, the stables are Paturim and a Mezuzah, Paturim and a Mezuzah, even though no one's going to take a shower there, it's still Paturim and a Mezuzah, yet you said here that Beisa Bakar, 
is potter only because Nashim Nayasis Bahan. So the Gemara says, okay, Elamai Nayasis. What does Nayasis mean? It doesn't mean bathe, it means miskashtais. They put on their makeup. So what's wrong with that? Vachiktani. This is what we mean to say. Really, these rooms are entirely potter from Azaza. Why? Because nobody really lives there. You don't live in the stables, you don't live in the, the brewery. You really should be potter. I, women, Get, they 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 uh, put on makeup there, so maybe that's called hishtamshus. That's called use of living. Still, your putter. And how do you read it? And I would have thought to say that is considered uh, a normal use, a dira type of use. Peturin, they're still putter because that is not called a base dira. So you have opposite uh, opinions here. Amle Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana said a different shot. I'll tell you how to read it. He says, You're telling me that when women uh, use it for, for, uh, for, 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 for t-shirts, we'll see what that means. They're patrivatani, mutin abraisa, refes, bakar, paturim, and amazuzah. The stables are patrivat amazuzah. Vishanashim iskashis ba, chayeves bimazuzah. So if neosois means miskashtois, that they, they put on their makeup there, you see from here, that that would be a reason to actually be chayv in mezuzah. So how are you going to going to explain it? So Rav Kahana continues. How do you understand it? Miskashtois tanohi. It's a machlekes when when women use a room which would otherwise be pater because it's not a base dira, but they use it to put on their makeup. That's a machlekes tanom if they're chayv in mezuzah. And how does he learn it? Like this. He said like this. Lididi nami stama tanohi. So too, this machlekes. Regarding the uh, the stables is also a machlekes of the tanam. So where's this machlekes? The tanim learned in a brisa. It says by mezuzah amuzuzais beisecha has to be your house. Beisecha sounds like beischam yuchadlach. Something that's designated for you, meaning for your own personal use, as a dira, as a living use. What does that come to exclude? Prat lebeis tevin, a place where you store your straw. Lebeis bakar, where you your doghouse. Lebeis eitzim, where you keep your wood. Lebeis aitzaros, your wine cellar. Shepeturim and amazuzah, because nobody lives there. Viyesh mechayven, and there are those that say you're actually chayev in mezuzah on these areas. Continues the bryson, then we're going to explain everything. That's just the way the gemara is set up. The MS amru, in reality, they say. And everyone agrees to this. Beis Akise, a bathroom. Beis Aborski, this tannery. Beis Amerchatz, a bathhouse. Beis Atzfilah, a mikvah. Vishyahan Nashim, Neoisis Behan. And a place where women are Neoisis Behan. Again, we don't know what that means. Petur Menamazazah, or Patur Menamazazah. Okay, so we have this Brysa. And this Brysa is going to be explained by Rav Kahana. And it's going to be explained by Rav Yehuda. And this is going to be the Machlekes Rav Kahana and Rav Yehuda. It's actually a So Rav Kahana metaharat satameh. Rav Kahana explains the b'risa according to his shita. Rav Yehuda metaharat satameh. Rav Kahana metaharat satameh that he says the Machlekes of the Tanam is by a, a standard stable, which women don't necessarily use for kishot. And still there's a Machlekes if this is chayv mezuzah or not. So how do they learn it? It's based on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Beischa, your house. Beischa ha-meyuchadlach, a house that you use for living purposes. Parat le-beisa tavim, le-beisa bakal, le-beisa etzim, le-beisa etzaris, shep termin azazim b'tzam. That even though no one's undressed there, since it's not a dira use, you put things there, but you don't live there, you're putter from azazah. That is one opinion. The second opinion is, v'yesh shemechayvim b'tzam. 
And that those are make say you're chayev. Why? They don't learn the Pasuk of Beisecha. Literally, it has to be your house that you actually live there. No, maybe if you just use it, even if you're not living there, you're also chayev in Mezuzah. That's the Machlekes. Yesh shemechayven, and you have those that are pater. What does everyone agree with? Ve'emesamru, Beisakisei, Beisaburski, all these places where people are not dressed. There, or even if you have a bate tevin, bakr, eitzin, v'aitzrois, shehanashim neyoyos, if you have a place which is a storage room where one opinion said, what is chayiv, but since the women ruined it, they get dressed there, or undressed there, that's the point. Umay neyoyos, they're bathing there, so they're not dressed. So that's why Peturim and Amazaza. So that's one theme. The theme is these places, the base Akise, base Aborski, base Amerchats, they're not called Dira Shakov, it's not proper to put Amazaza there, and that's why they're Pater. What's the Machlaikas? There's a Machlaikas in Afghanistan's eyes. There's a Machlaikas regarding Beisecha. Does Beisecha mean you have to live there? And therefore, a storage room would be Pater? Or does Beisecha mean we're going to use it for a different drasha? And as long as it's a normal use, not a Gnai use, I'm chayiv. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. You're telling me that the Gemara says, in any place that Nashim Neyos is ben, which means Reichetzeis, is putter from Azuzah, well, you already said that. Ihachi, Hainu Merchatz. You just said bathhouse in your list of things that everyone agrees is putter. You said bathhouse. Not only bathhouse, a place where women bathe. What's going on here? So the Gemara says, there's a difference. Ashminun merchas First, the Tana taught us a public bathhouse. Doesn't mean public, but the point is many people use it, and therefore that's definitely putter from Azaza. And then he taught us even if it's a private uh, use, still putter from from Azaza. Ashminun merchas the yachid. Why? The Sokodai I would have thought to say merchas the rabim the nafesh zuame, big bathhouse where there's a lot of zuame. Zuame means steam. And you don't have the proper tiles and ventilation system. Some, you know, modern McVoice had this issue as well, or you know, bathrooms with a lot of zuhama. So then you're put there. It's not a, it's not a pleasant place to be in. So it it fits with the category of base akise, base borski. It's not a pleasant place. But a private bathhouse, which is a shower room, a melachayo, it's a yerchayib mezuzah, kamash mulan, your putter. From this as well. Okay, that is the opinion of Rav Kahana. How does Rav Kahana learn it? This machlek is how to learn beisecha, but everyone agrees once you get into the, it's not a proper place. You're putter from mezuzah. Rabbi Huda argues metaras tamei hachitani. Beisecha means beischa hamayuchalach. It has to be a place that you're going to actually live there. Pratle beis atav beis abakar beis etzim beis atzaris shabaturim and mezuzah. They're putter from mezuzah. Afilu miskashtois. Even if women are miskashet, which here sounds like miskashtois means. Um, Putting on makeup, right? He's still putter. Some say no. If women are actually using it to put on makeup, so then they're using it as a base dira, and that is enough to call it beisecha. Avostam. But let's say a regular place where nobody's using it for their makeup. Everyone agrees. Meaning you have a shower. Let's say you have a bathhouse in your own your own. Ba- bathroom. You also use it to read Mishpacha magazine, right? I don't know. You also use it for other things. But it's a bathhouse. It's a bathroom. Putter. That's the shita of Rav Yehuda. That even though people use it to put on makeup, to brush your teeth, which not doing anything uh, that's not proper, it's a bathroom. And you putter from a zuzah. So the Gemara says like this. 
So the Rav Yehuda Stam Yehuda holds that a regular base habak or stam. Now, for some reason, the Pesachim are bothered by this. That why don't we assume a you know a stable would really smell? You know, today we would never put a mezuzah on a stable. For some reason, maybe they cleaned it. I don't know. There were those that debating. The Gemara is debating if a base habak or stam needs a mezuzah or not. For some reason, when I, when you think of it, why would you why would why would it be any better than the bathroom? But okay. Now, for the Rabbi Huda, Stam, a Divya called Pater, be the whole that Stam, uh, a stable, a base of Bakar, is Pater? Everyone agrees to that. For Tanya, the Pasuk, we have a verse like this. It says, Visharecha, Echad Shari Batim, Echad Shari Chaseris, Echad Shari Medinois, Echad Shari Ayarois, the Rafes, which means a stable, the Lulin and a chicken coop, Umatbein, and a place where you put your straw, Oitris Yayin, Oitris Shemen, Chayavin, the Mezuzah. You have a Bryce that says all these things are part of are high of mezuzah. Sakra of Yehuda hold, base of Bakr is part of mezuzah. So the Gemara and the, and the Bryce continues. Yachos shani marabe afeshar. I would have thought to say that we should include even a, a small entranceway, achsadjo merpeses of a porch or some type of uh, merpeses we had in Malachas of Erevin, some type of a gazebo or something. Tamaloy bias. There has to be a bias. Ma bias miyuchel a place where people live. Yatsu elu she'ena she'ena miyuchadin le'adira. These places are not miyuchel adira. We didn't finish yet. Yachos shani marabe af beis akise. I would think a beis akise, beis aporski, beis amerchas, beis atzvila should be chayav mezuzah because people use it. It's part of every house. You have a bathroom. Tamalomer bias ma bias ha'asu le'kavod. I've called her also covered. Same way, a house is something that's used, covered for diras covered, tashmisha covered. Yatsu'ilu, they're not used, covered, they're used for things that are not pleasant. Yachos shani marabe af harabayas, falashachis, falazaris, harabayas, the chambers and the azaris in the base of Medesh, which are tashmisha covered. Tamaloimar, bias, ma bias, shuchol. It's chulun, it's not kadesh, af kol shuchol. Yatsu'ilu, shehein, kadesh. But either way, Rabbi Huda said, a regular stable refes is putter, according to everyone. But we found the brisa that, that argues in that. So it's tiyuftan Rav Yehuda, and therefore we, we go with Rav Kahana. That there's a machlekes regarding beisa oitzer. Is beisa oitzer all these places are they chayav or putter? But Rav Yehuda has been uh, rejected. We do not go with Rav Yehuda. So just just to go back a little bit. So the way Rav Kahana learned was that a beisa oitzer, which which really means our you know our a garage or a storage room. So that's a Beit Sa'itzer. And the question is, are you Chayav or Pater? So it's Machlekes. The Ramah Paskins, that you're Pater. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins, you're Chayav. And we, we Paskin, like the Shulchan Aruch, obviously. He doesn't even bring the Ramah Mshita. We Paskin a, a, a closet, as long as it's big enough, a walk-in closet, a, a garage, a storage area, as long as it has the proper size, even though you don't technically live there, but as long as you, you go in there, you use it for your normal use, you'd be Chayav in mezuzah, you have interesting questions regarding a walk-in fridge, a walk-in freezer, if it's if it's big enough, and it's a base eitzer. So why well, well, wouldn't it be bechayev uh, mezuzah? We also touched upon uh, putting a mezuzah in a place where people are not dressed. So obviously, a bathroom is putter. There's a question regarding swimming pools. So the real question regarding a swimming pool is that usually people are dressed, somewhat. That's enough. Erva's covered. So why not? So the place can say that it's not a base dira. Nobody lives there. You go there to swim, and you leave. But many bungalow colonies, or many people that have pools, the pool is not just there to swim. You make a barbecue there. You chill there. You have a whole, uh, you spend time there. So why should it be any different than your porch or your gated 
courtyard. So it's a good question, should you put a mezuzah on the entranceway to your pool or not? So it really also depends on the gate. If you have a regular gate that Most opens houses, up. No, because you have because they have the big mechitza one. You right? use and then you have a door right. cut so out. on the outside of that door. Do right. And a chalami. Some say you would be. Some say you could be potter. Yeah, what about a mikvah? So again, the actual room to the mikvah. The outer door? Nobody. The question is, what, well, nobody lives there. So what if you had an office, office in the mikvah itself, not the actual mikvah, in the mikvah building, also, you don't want a Jewish institution at the mezuzah. So there it makes sense to put it. If there's an office there, someone's there. You have this, uh, the Shimer, so that would be a place to put it. What about a gym? I don't know. Oh, it really would depend if that's called a base dira. Someone's asked me, so this is, uh, Rabbi told me, if someone's asking you a Shiloh when you're 22 years old, you have to know why they're asking you. If someone asked me, I was, I was 22. I was in Rabbi Rizman's chair. Someone asked me if they have a private movie theater in their house. And it's all, the, it's all Roombas. It's just a, a movie theater. Avichayev Mezuzah. So I think their Rav told them, absolutely not, whatever, you can't have a TV in your house, whatever it was. So an interesting question. But la halacha, as long as a person's watching appropriate things, right, he has to watch Thistle. So as long as it's appropriate things, so then there will be no issue of verva, uh, then you, you would indeed put a mezuzah on that, on that door. Okay. There's also a question of a couple's bedroom. So... There's an issue of erva. The Mordechai says, Pater, no mezuzah on a, on, a, on, a, on a couple's bedroom. The Ramah says, very simple, just put it on the outside and close the door. The Aruch HaShulchan says, the Torah said, the Torah knew that, you know, that's going to happen. You could put it in Mamish. Let's see, you have an arch in your, uh, let's see, people have like different sections in their bedroom. Aruch HaShulchan says, no problem. Chayadim says, there should be no issue because if you double cover it, even though double coverings don't always, don't, don't always work when it's, it's covering, but when the second covering is done specifically to be a second covering, that's called a covering, a second covering, and there'll be no problem. That's a similar sock. Let's say a person is traveling and you want to go to the bathroom, it's filling. So that second cover is there to be that second cover. That's another halacha that comes from this. Okay, let's, let's finish up. Tani Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda Kamid Rava. Shishish Aram Turman Mezuzah. There are six gates, six entrances that are put from Mezuzah. Based on based on Bakar, based on Eitzim, based on Hamadai, and the Shar Hamadai, which means it's an entranceway that's, that's, a, um, that's built like a, like a uh, arch. The sharsh in a mekaira, or if you have a entranceway that doesn't have a roof, it just has two poles, two uh, two posts. The sharsh in a gavaya asar, if it's not ten tefachim high, so you have a very short uh, trapdoor or something, you will not be chayav mezuzah. So I'm relay. Petachta b'shisha, you said I have six of these. The selakta b'shiva, you gave a seven. So I'm relay. Shar hamadai tanai. The shar hamadai is indeed a machlekes tanam. So therefore, I didn't count it as six. I mean, I didn't count it as, as one of the six. That was the extra one. The tani would have a machlekes. Kipa. So you have a entranceway that is the shape. It's, it's, it's round. It's the shape of a of a arch. Rameir mechayiv mezuzah v'cham paitum. Rameir said mechayiv. Cham said your potter. So what's going on here? So hold on. V'shavin they agree. Shemiyesh baragla. If there's asara, there's ten tefachim from the ground on a straight line going up before it go before it arches. So everyone agrees, Shechayevus Mezuzah. It's a regular doorway. What the top is rounded, but that's a good top. Okay. Amr Abaya, the Kuliyama Gavoya Asara, Vein Baragla Shloisha, Vlav Kumi. 
another thing. Everyone agrees that let's say it's it's four. It's, sorry, it uh, it's ten tefachim above the ground, but in baragla shleisha, that even though the top of the doorway is ten tefachim above the ground, I mean you're, you're able to walk through it, but but, but it doesn't have three tefachim of height before it starts curving. So that lav klumin, that's nothing. They don't even have you know lava. They don't have a significant three tefachim. Inami or yesh baragla shleisha. It did have three tefachim, but it doesn't get to ten tefachim at all. That's not a big enough entry. Once again, so what is the machlekes? It's ten tefachim high. That that it doesn't have four tefachim wide when at, at the top at the top of it. Meaning, if it had four tefachim of uh, if it was four tefachim wide at the top. Of the doorway, so that's good. Four tefachim is the minimum size of a doorway. Let's say a broom closet, even if it's very long. If it's not four tefachim wide, it's, the doorway itself will not be chayiv. So that's where the machlav. But there is a stone wall here. This is going back to Erevin and Shabbos days. You have a stone wall, and you have the ability to be chayik which we we spent a lot of time in this. We're just going to speak it out briefly. It means you could. Imagine that you're cutting out part of the wall to hit, to hit the top. So if you have a picture, picture speaks, you know, a lot here. You would imagine, you know, knocking down those bricks and just going on a straight line up, making a ches as opposed to the the arch. So then, that's the machlekes. Our mayor savar chaykin lahashem for abanan savri abanan hold ain chaykin lahashem. We do not cut out the wall in order to be mashlim the. Ten tefachim and four tefachim wide. Okay, let's keep going. Tana rabbanan. Beis haknesses, beis haisha. You have a shuler, beis haisha, beis hashutvin. Chayevus mezuzah. The mercy is pshita, of course. So the mercy is mal. The team out of to say beis secha v'loy beisa. It says your house. I mean your house, not your wife's house. Beis secha v'loy batam. Your house is not owned by many people. Kamash mulan. You're still chayev. So the mercy is im hachanami. Maybe it's correct. It's a good uh, assumption. So the gemara says, Amakra. The Torah tells me. That says Laman Yirbu Yemechem Vevenechem, right? Vayim Shemaya and Laman Yirbu Yemechem Vevenechem. That if you keep all these things, you'll have a good life. Hani Boy Chai, Hani Loi Boy Chai. Only these people need a good life, and women don't, and Shutfim don't, and Basic Nesses doesn't. Therefore, all three are Chai in Mezuzah. Ele Beisecha Lamalach. What does Beisecha teach me? Kid the like Rava said, the Rava Derech Bi Ascha. It's the right side of how you walk into the house. That's where you put the Mezuzah. Vichi Akar Inish Kare. When a person lifts up his his leg, or if you're a righty, which is most people, the Amina Akabresha, you first pick up your right leg, and this is interesting halacha, where to place the mezuzah, so it's the right side going into the next room. How do you figure out which room is the next room? So, number one, the innermost room in the house is obvious. Number two, this is somewhat of a debate, but most places can hold that see how you walk in. When I go to, when I go to check someone's house to look at mezuzahs, you ask the wife, <laughs> husband, how are you going to walk in? And the way they would typically walk in, so that so on the right side of them walking in, that's where you put the mezuzah. Again, different houses have interesting setups, but that that is uh, how you how you define derech biyasho. One one more gemara. Tani idoch beis knesses beis shutvim beis isha metam benegam. So it's tamim benegam. We just had 
the, the, the Chumash spoke about Negoi Batim, that, that there is something called Nega on your house. So, says Pshita, why not? So, Ma, the time, I would have thought to say, It's his house. Him, not her house. Not a public house. All these things are still have, are still could, could be affected by Tsaras. So, comes to include everything, all your houses, even if it's owned by many people. What does Loi tell me? So the Gemara says like this, Someone whose house is only for his use. Doesn't want to lend anyone anything. Guy says, you're a lawnmower, I don't have one. I don't have it. So I causes come to his house. Now you got to take everything outside. Once he's, ah, you do have a lawnmower. So you do have this hammer, whatever I needed. Someone who lends his property to other people, he's protected that Negam will not come on his house. Okay, but the Gemara at this point brought a bright that said a basic nessus is included in Tumas Negam. The Gemara says a basic nessus in Matam Venegar and Vatanya. Yochay, but the Knesset is what the Midrash is Matam Venegar and Tamalem Rabash Loy Habayis. Asher Loy Habayis, it's his house. Misha Miyuchad Loy, it's his house. Yatsu Elu, Shane Miyuchad Loy. These, but the Knesset is about the Midrash, it's not your own personal house. So the Gemara says, like Kasha Hara Meir, Hara Bonon. This is the Machlekes Armea and the Rabbanon. The Tanya will learn to Nebraisa. Basic nessus, she ishwa base dear. The shamish lives in the shul. Chayev b'mezuzah v'sheima beis dira. Rameir mechayev. That if there's no beis dira, Rameir says you're still chayev. He holds that a shul still is called a a beis dira. So maybe that's the same achlekes regarding the gun. Is it really called a bias or not? Or you could say, That Rabbanon agree if there's a base dira for the Shamish, it is considered a bias, and it would have Megaim. You see this differentiation between the big cities where the shuls were used by everyone. There was no like specific community that used the shul. Everyone came to the marketplace Mondays and Thursdays. You know, your Landau's. It was a Dekrachim. No one could say there were specific owners of this or specific kihila that owned this, this uh, the shul. Hadikfarim, small private communities. So everyone knew who the owners were, that's called Bailov Nikarim, and that is why they could be affected by Negaim, and perhaps that's why they would be Chayv Mezuz as well, but that's the, uh, that's the, that's the Machlekes on this. Shkoyach. I heard everybody a shift, but people 